Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That is Ray, y'all. That is Ray. I'm here on a Friday night. It's a Friday night, and I'm here, y'all. I'm here. I'm doing my thing. Um, this is a huge episode this week. A huge episode, almost like any week. But uh, try my best to entertain you guys and keep you guys awake. Uh, depending what time you guys hear this. Maybe you guys are just waking up when you guys hear this. Um, we have a huge UFC 251 um, UFC pay-per-view. That is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It's a, you got a stacked huge card. Um, it's gonna be It's going to be good, though. I'm gonna have I've I've never done this before, so I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have a, a friend on, you know, a family member. I'm gonna have him on so we can, you know, talk about the UFC card and you know, give our predictions and stuff like that. Um so yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's definitely gonna be exciting. Um you know Whenever you could do this, you know, like family or you just, you know, a friend, a close friend, you guys can have a great time and talk about something you love. Dude, it's it's a beautiful thing. And that's what, like, I'm getting ready to do. I'm, like, um, waiting so I could call them and, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about the UFC. Um UFC 251. Um, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna people like I'm. I'm just me. Like I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, I can't wait. I I can't wait. Tomorrow night's pay per view is gonna be absolutely amazing. Like, like you guys have like no idea. Some of you, because some of you guys know what's about to go down. Man. I'll tell you, it's going to be huge. It will be huge. Um, you know, um... There's a lot of things going on in sports right now. Um, a lot of things I'm going to touch on. So I'm definitely, you know, going to talk about some stuff. Um, so it should be exciting. It should be fun. Um, and like I always say, guys... Tell me what you guys think about it. Subscribe, comment, share, um, DM me, inbox, tweet me. It does not matter, y'all. Get, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think, really. I, I love to have insight um, on anybody's feedback, like what do they think about this? Because at the end of the day, if you guys don't tell me what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right, there's some things I cannot fix. So... Sorry, heading on. So yeah, tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. You know. Let's get to this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my wife's cousin, Miquel De Leon. What's up, guys? Um, I was uh, I was looking at the card, and it's a good card. Uh, I really like the. Well, I was actually kind of. I was kind of upset about the whole Gilbert uh, COVID-19 situation, but uh, Masvidal versus Usman is going to be good, man. Uh, it's like a, it's a striker versus a wrestler, and I think that's going to be a good matchup. Um, I was also paying attention to the Jose Aldo versus Petre Young, I think his name is. Yeah. That's also going to be good. I mean, um, Young is coming up right now. He just beat, like, Uriah Faber, like, complete dominance 
Uh, and Jose Aldo is like the former champion, and he's trying to get back in the game too. That's going to be good. Um, oh, the Max Holloway versus uh, the Volkanovski fight. That's going to be crazy. Like, the first fight was, like, spectacular. And uh, I don't know. I just, I'm, it's crazy. Like, and then they're going to be fighting on an island. Like, that's, that's amazing. It's mind-blowing. So, uh, who do you think is going to... Out of all those fights, who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose? Um, I, it's hard for me to say with the the Usman and, and Masvidal, just because I don't know how much experience Masvidal has on the ground on his back. Because for sure, we already know that Usman is gonna wrestle with him. Uh, he he's a good striker. You know, he has knocked out like Tyrone Woodley. He has, uh, you know a win over Kobe Covington and stuff like that. But I just, I don't feel like he's going to strike with Masvidal. I feel like he's going to try to wrestle him. And I did see Jorge Masvidal uh, training, like in some jujitsu and doing some uh, wrestling drills. I say Masvidal just because of the striking. But we'll see. Um, Yeah. Um, and uh, with the Jose Aldo and Peter on Young, I, I, I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't know. Like, Jose Aldo's my boy. You know, he's a former champion. He's, he's great. His leg kicks are, like, crazy. But I don't know. Like, Peter Young is young. You know, he still not hasn't even reached his prime. And I feel like that's going to be pretty crazy. But... I'm gonna be honest. I think Yang is gonna win the fight, and then for for the Max Holloway and uh, Volkanovski fight, I haven't seen I haven't seen Max Holloway really do any training. I've seen him playing Warzone, and uh, uh, he's like just recently was on Twitch like streaming a game of Warzone. So I don't know what he's been doing, but. I mean, we'll see. He got a new haircut and whatnot. I'm going to go with Volkanovski for the last one. I'm also excited about the Vincent Page fight with uh, Rose Namajunas. That looks like it's going to be a really good fight. And it's her last fight for uh, Vincent Page. Yeah. Um, Now, who do you think? Which one will be the best fight of the night, do you think? Masvidal versus Usman's fight just because of the, the build-up and the hype that's behind it. They've already had, like, several uh, altercations outside where, like, they wanted to fight each other in public. And that's just, like, it builds up a fight. I mean, you look at a lot of Conor McGregor's fights, he would always have, like, a... He was always held, like, in a way to, uh, like, make his... Uh, make his competition, like, mad at him to build up more, like, uh, a chemistry more than just, like, a fight, you know, for sport. It builds right. up, like, a, a hunger to, like, want to beat that guy up to prove a point. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, okay. And what do you think about this Fight Island? Fight Island was, like, I, I think it was a really good idea. There's a lot of... Uh, different fighters from different areas and what better place to do fights you know instead of flying them from like mad far just go fly them to an island and also with the whole COVID-19 situation it's better for people now they know but it's better for people uh, it's better for the UFC company to keep it somewhere where people can't just like try to break into the stadiums or into the venues to try to see the fights or like try to interrupt stuff like that. So I think it's a very uh, it's a very good choice for them to make it an island. It makes it kind of like a movie in a way. Like when I thought about it, how they were going to do it on an island, I thought about like uh, Mortal Kombat. I was like, okay, they're going to have like a Mortal Kombat type. Yeah. But that, that was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. It gives a lot of, uh, uh, what you want to call it, they have a lot of, uh, 
merchandise now too that they can uh, sell with the yeah. Fight Island logo and stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, um, I got you know one last question before I uh, let you go. Do you do you think Conor McGregor is officially retired? I don't think so because there's been several times where Conor McGregor uh, he tweets out like, "All right, guys, like I'm out." He has like several. He has like four to five different tweets where he's just like, "All right, guys, I'm retiring," and then he comes back. I feel like Conor McGregor's like in a an attention seeker. You know, he always wants a spotlight on him. Yeah. And that just, you know, gives him that clout. Makes him a clout god. But uh yeah, I don't think he's done. I feel like he's gonna wait for a good opportunity. He's gonna wait till Dana White gives him like uh, a good fight. He could go for, you know, Usman or Mastodal after this fight. Even though Gilbert is still in the picture, he just has to uh, uh, deal with the COVID-19 right now. But once that's done with, I'm pretty sure we'll see him pop up again. Yeah, I always thought, yeah, like you said, McGregor's that type of dude. And um, I can, like... Like you were saying, though, like Masvidal or Usman, I also could see him um, waiting to see what happens with Gaethje and uh, Khabib as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I should, I, I, I should have, I should have said that too. I, I forgot about that. There's the whole Gaethje situation too, and he could easily go down. I've, I've never seen any problems with Conor McGregor and uh, going down and wait. There's only that one instance. Where he looked really skinny and dehydrated, but besides that, he looks pretty healthy when he goes from weight class to weight class. Oh yeah, he 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 does pretty good. It's just he wants to fight Khabib, but Khabib doesn't want to fight him. That's yeah. the whole the whole thing. Um, but we'll see. I like I like you said, and I said McGregor's not done. He's just using this to to fight to get the fight that he wants. Like when Henry Cejudo said that he was gonna retire, I don't know if he's retired. I heard supposedly uh, that he was uh, asking for more money, and that's why he retired. It wasn't just because he was at his prime. He won the belt from a Dominic Cruz, and he just wanted to finish it there. I feel like he just wanted some more money, and there's been a lot of issues uh, with uh, money and fighters. And their salaries going on lately. I don't know. I don't know what can they do to uh, change it and make things better for them. I mean, I think there was also an issue when Vincent Page, uh, and I think that's why that this is her her last fight too, because she said something about uh, getting more money off other things that weren't like directly tied into the UFC and MMA. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you've seen before I let you go, um, about that Tiago Santos is coming back from his injury. Tiago Santos, my boy. Yeah, they're they're trying to get him versus Teixeira, Glover Teixeira, September 12th. I, I would love to see that fight. Like, I can already see uh, Thiago probably having the upper hand in striking, but if the, if the fight touches the floor, even though Thiago Santos is a, uh, a black zone jiu-jitsu, I don't know how that would go. Uh, what you would call it? Um, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the guy you just mentioned? Uh, Clover uh, Teixeira. Yeah, Clover Teixeira has uh, a... Like, he has a more uh, muscle mass on him, I would like to say. So that could go to his advantage when they uh, go to the ground. But that'd be good. That'd be a good matchup for him. I would, I would also like to see... Um, I would like to see Thiago Santos get another shot with John Jones. You know, because the whole injury that happened, you know, I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't a fair fight. Like... He got it in the second round, you know, and it didn't look like he was tired. He just had that whole injury with his leg, and he couldn't have the mobility that 
you wish you could have had during that fight. You know, I tell you what, though, I was about to tell you the same thing. If Tiago Santos beats Glover Teixeira, which he should have no problem doing, right? The UFC should pay John Jones, and we should have that rematch because a healthy yeah. Tiago Santos, if he was healthy when they fought uh, last year, Tiago would have had him. Yes, and we've seen it because even though he was even though he was injured, he was still given uh, John Jones problems. He was uh he was being dominant in a defensive way, um just because of his leg, but he was still being dominant. His uh his leg kicks were giving uh John Jones a problem. Yeah. I mean I remember John Jones had to be like carried out by his teammates. Like, he was like rest shoulder resting on them because his legs were so messed up, but that would definitely be a good matchup after the Glover Tashira fight. Oh, absolutely. Um but yeah, I'm not gonna take no more of your time. Next time we'll do this. Uh, we'll we'll definitely do it soon. Cause, dude, Dana White has so many fights coming up. Yeah. <laughs> like he has like 20 sure. fights in the next two months. So we'll we'll definitely keep in contact. And obviously tomorrow for that for the pay per view we'll definitely be keeping in contact throughout that. So. Right. Got it. But all right, man, take care, and God bless, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Same. Let me know. Just text me. I got you. All right. Love you. Love you, too. That's right. That was Mikael Leon, people. That's my boy. Yeah. You know, we you know we talked about some UFC 251 there. We talked about the... the um, the Fight Island, you know, we talked about Tiago Santos, John Bone Jones, you know, a whole, whole bunch of things, um, which it's not bad, you know, and we, only, we we discussed it. All right, we'll talk about UFC 251, and we'll talk about Fight Island, and, you know, we'll just cut it off. But, you know, me, if y'all been listening to me, listening to me for the past two years, uh, you guys know. I can I can tell somebody, yeah, I only got one or two questions for you. Next thing you know, I'm popping out ten of them, and I mean it's just how just how I I, I I like I like to 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 ask get the viewers not only the viewers but the person I'm doing the interview with. I like to get them get their point of view. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> It was it was a great interview. I tell you that it was a great interview. It was a great interview. Um, now I'm going to uh, talk about the National Hockey League, ladies and gentlemen. I got some good, 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 good news for you people. I'm I'm gonna talk about the National Hockey League. Um, I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball, the NBA, and, ladies and gentlemen, I will be talking about the NFL. Now, don't don't forget, I will also be doing my top five Yankee players um, next week. I'll do I'll do my top five Blackhawks uh, players, and then I'll do my top five Chicago Bulls players. You know. Um, you know, just getting getting a little creative, y'all. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do for y'all. Just get a little creative. Um, like I said last last week, it was my top five Philadelphia Eagle quarterbacks. Um, so, hey, you know, you guys know how I like to run this show. So, ladies and gentlemen, the National Hockey League and the National Hockey League PA. Approve restart plan, four-year CBA extension. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. The National Hockey League, they are back. And, you know, they're going to be in uh, – it says they're going to be in Toronto. And so will Edmonton also. Um, P- 
people. The East will be Toronto, West will be Edmonton. Um, I, dude, I'm I'm so happy about this because I was like, you know, you got you got the NBA coming back, Major League Baseball, and the NFLs in, in September. What's going on with hockey? We got uh, pro wrestling, we got UFC, we got boxing. We're just missing hockey, and you know, hockey finally. Uh, they, they finally found, you know, the spot. They finally found it. And I got the schedule here for you. But, guys, I'm so excited. If you guys know how much of a sports head I am, you know, guys, how, how happy I am that, uh, that this is all going down, that this is all going down. They're going to have um, Stanley Cup qualifiers. Um Gonna run all the way. Um, it looks it's ten days. Ten days. That's what it is. It's ten days. Um, you know, uh, we look. We have uh, the Flyers, Bruins, Sunday, August second, Monday, August third, Capitals versus Lightning, Wednesday, August fifth, Lightning versus Bruins, Thursday, August sixth, Capitals versus Flyers. Saturday, August 8th, Bruins versus Capitals. Sunday, August 9th, Flyers versus Lightning. Um, I you know we got a play playoff schedule. Right now, I'm just worried about the Ron Robin. All right, for the Western Conference, it would be Blues versus Avalanche, Sunday, August 2nd. Monday, August 3rd, Stars versus Golden Knights. Wednesday, August 5th, Avalanche versus Stars. Thursday, August 6th, Golden Knights versus Blues. Saturday, August 8th, Golden Knights versus Avalanche. Sunday, August 9th, Stars versus Blues. Um, I'm going to keep on going. All right. Um, Edmonton Oilers versus the Chicago versus my Chicago Blackhawks, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Saturday, August 1st, Blackhawks versus Oilers. Monday, August 3rd, Blackhawks versus Oilers. Wednesday, August 5th, Oilers versus Blackhawks. Friday, August 7th, Oilers versus Blackhawks. Saturday, August 8th, Blackhawks versus Oilers. Um, Nashville Predators versus Arizona Coyotes. Sunday, August 2nd, Coyotes versus Predators. Tuesday, August 4th, Coyotes versus Predators. Um, Wednesday, August 5th, Predators versus Coyotes. Friday, August 7th, Predators versus Coyotes. Sunday, August 9th, Coyotes versus Predators, ladies and gentlemen. Um, then we have the Vancouver Canucks versus the Minnesota Wild. Wild versus Canucks, Sunday, August 2nd. Tuesday, August 4th, Wild versus Canucks. Thursday, August 6th. Canucks versus Wild. Uh, Friday, August 7th, Canucks versus Wild. Sunday, August 9th, Wild versus Canucks. The Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. Jets versus Flames, August 1st. 1st on a Saturday, Monday, August 3rd, Jets versus Flames. Tuesday, August 4th, Flames versus Jets. Thursday, August 6th, Flames versus Jets. Saturday, August 8th, Jets versus Flames. All right, this is the best of five series, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we're going to see what happens uh, between all these all these teams. Um, it should be exciting. It should be fun. That is, that is for sure. Um, so, yeah. That should be cool. That should be cool. I can, I, dude, I'm excited. And I'm more excited because my Blackhawks even – before the season ended, they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. Now they have a chance. You imagine if my Blackhawks somehow, some way, found their way to make it, to make it and win it all. That would oh my god, people! I'm telling you, if you if you never seen a little girl scream, you would see me scream. Because obviously my Bulls ain't in the NBA. They're not gonna be in the Going to Orlando, um, we have uh, my Yankees are in it, and you know football season hasn't started, so I'm hoping my Eagles do good this year. 
you know, we'll see about that. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break and then uh, I'll get back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I know, I know there's no more of the Cologne Family Podcast. But, but there are still two podcasts. That's right. Two podcasts are better than one. That's right. One's for sports, one's for pro wrestling. People, Friday and Saturday nights, it does not get any bigger or better than this. And you're not going to want to miss a second. So right now, Pete, ladies and gentlemen, just please. No, 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 no. Don't ignore me. Please go right now. Go and subscribe to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. You're not going to want to miss a second more of it. So go now before it is too late. All right, y'all. I am back. That's right. I'm back. Um, Now that we got NHL out the way, we can talk about Major League Baseball. Dude, I'm ready. Um, Thursday, the 23rd of this month at 7.08 p.m., my Yankees open the season up with the Washington Nationals. I am ready for it. And uh, Alex Rodriguez made a statement that uh, he believes that uh, Aaron Judge could win the MVP this season if he stays healthy. And uh, you know what? I'm great with that. I am so happy for that. Like... Come on, give it. Just give it to me. If if you tell me Yankees will win the World Series and Aaron Judge will win MVP, dude, this is what I want. This is what I want. And now... What people when I do my uh my Yankees when I do my Yankees uh, top five players people do not get offended because I'm doing it like the players I've I've seen it's not you know about oh these are the people that you know no it's the the players. That I've I've seen in my in my life, you know, I can't pick Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth or Luke Gehrig. I can't pick those guys because, unfortunately, they weren't. They were not with me. I did not see them play. At the time, that they were that they were playing, you know. So. Uh, Trust me, this is nothing against anybody. Trust me, this is not against anyone, any player, any no, any person. Um, so yeah, no. Um, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my top five now because after this, I'm gonna talk about the NBA and the NFL. Um. So I'm going to talk about this. Um, People, I've been a Yankees fan since I was a kid. I have a Yankees jersey. Um, Always, always been a Yankees fan. Um, I'm a Yankee till, till, you know, I hit till the good Lord comes and gets me, you know. and I just feel like <laughs> these are my top five. A lot of people are gonna disagree with me. And I used to, you know what? I used to play baseball, and I took a lot of what I, 
a lot that I I used to do on the on the field. Believe it or not, was because I studied Alex Rodriguez his game, and you're gonna be like, did you did what? And I said, yeah, I studied Alex Rodriguez. I studied his game, people. A lot of people obviously don't know that. So yeah, this is this is my top five. This is like my top five people. Um, but yeah, I so like defense to offense, just the swing and everything was I learned I practiced. Alex Rodriguez's game, like, dude, I used to watch highlights. That's not highlights. I used to watch games, and every game I would watch, I'm like, come on, Alex, hit a home run today. You know, and that that's just the mindset I had because I was a huge, people, when I tell you I was a huge, I was a very huge Alex Rodriguez fan. I really was. And that's why he's my number five, not only because my game was practiced by him, but just how great he was, and to be honest, if it wasn't because of, you know, his suspensions, you know, we found what what uh, the league found on him, he would probably be my 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 number one. Not my number. I would have said my number one. I'd have to go. Uh, I'd say probably top three. He'd be in the top three. Um, but yeah, he's a great. Alex Rodriguez was a great player. And I'm a. I'm gonna read some stuff for you. He's a shortstop, third baseman. He made his MLB debut July 8th, 1994 for the Seattle Mariners. His last MLB appearance was August 12th, 2016 for the New York Yankees. His stats in MLB were a .295 batting average. He had 3,115 hits, 696 home runs, and 2,086 runs batted in. He played with the Mariners from 1994 to 2000. He played with the Rangers from 2001 to 2003. Then he played with the New York Yankees from 04 to 2013, but then he got suspended and uh, that one year, and then he played 15 and 16. Um, career highlights and awards. He's a 14-time All-Star He's a one-time World Series champion, a three-time AL MVP, 2003, 2005, and 07. A two-time Gold Glove Award winner, 2002 and 2003. Two-time Silver Slugger Award, 1996, 1998, 2003, 2005, 2007, and 2008. He's a four-time AL Hank Aaron Award. 01, 03, and 07, MLB batting champion in 1996, five-time AL home run leader, 01, 03, 05, 07, and he was a two-time MLB RBI leader in 02 and 07. Um, so yeah, Arod has had a phenomenal career. He's if it wasn't because of the PEDs, uh, he could easily be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But obviously, what the with the PEDs, um, it's going to be a little difficult. It, it's it's going to be a little difficult for him. Is it impossible? Absolutely not. Um. So, you know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, my number four, believe it or not, will be 
Giancarlo Stanton. Um, and a lot of people aren't going to like this one. Well, people, I don't care. I don't care what you guys think or what you guys don't think or what you guys don't want or want. People, Giancarlo Stanton is one of my favorites, even even when he was with the uh, Miami Marlins. He's always been one of my favorites. Um, I'm happy. He's, I'm very happy he's with the Yankees. Um, he has opportunity to do great things with the Yankees if the brother can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, he can do great things with the New York Yankees. Um, no doubt about that. Um, him and Aaron Judge, that duo, it's it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. And here's why. Um... Alright. He made his MLB debut June eighth, twenty ten for the Florida Marlins. Um through before the season starts, his batting average will be two sixty eight. He has three hundred and eight home runs and seven hundred and eighty five runs batted in. He played with the Florida slash Miami Marlins from twenty ten to twenty seventeen. Then he got traded to the New York Yankees in 2018 and has been there ever since. He's a four-time All-Star, National League MVP, two-time Silver Slugger Award, Wilson Defensive Player of the Year Award, two-time National League Hank Aaron Award, two-time NL um, Home Run Leader, and NL RBI Leader. All right. Um. So yeah, there. That's uh, John Carlos' short season, and that's why he's number four. He he hasn't accomplished as much as people would like for him to do. Um. So yeah. Um. But he still has. A whole bunch of years ahead of him. He just has to stay healthy, and he can he can definitely remind people why he is one of the best. Um, now for my number three, I'm going to have to give to uh, I'm going to have to give it a Mariano Rivera number three. Um, he made his MLB debut in May, on May 23rd, 1995 for the New York Yankees. His last MLB appearance was September 26, 2013 for the New York Yankees. Um, his win-loss record is 82 and 60. Earned run average is 2.21. Strikeouts, he has 1,173. He has 652 saves. And with whip, he is 1.00. Played with the Yankees from 1995 to 2013. He is a 13-time All-Star, five-time World Series champion. He's a World Series MVP, ALCS MVP. Um, a five-time AL Rollins Relief Man Award, three-time Delivery Man of the Year. AL Comeback Player of the Year, three-time MLB Saves Leader, MLB Record 652 career saves, Yankees number 42 retired, and Monument Park Honoree. Um, Mariano Rivera is probably one of the greatest Greatest to ever do it. Absolutely. I mean, when you look, when you look at everything this man has been able to accomplish, I mean, can you, 
can you blame him? You know, um, and he's a tremendous career. Um, and this is to be said to him, he has done it all. Oh my lord, when I, when I look at this man's uh calendar, calendar, wow, there you go, people. <laughs> when I look at his like his stats and everything, I'm I'm just amazed at how how great it is, you know. Um. So yeah, it's it's great, it's great. Now my number two will go to a man. Um, like I said, another great. This is another great. Um, dude, this is another man that he's just done it all. And I mean, you can't. You can't expect anything else from this from this man. Um, so my number two would have to be Derek Jeter. Um, he made his MLB debut for the New York Yankees May 29th, 1995. Um, his last MLB appearance was September 28th, 2014. Um, he had a batting average of 310. He had 3,465 hits. 260 home runs and 1,311 runs batted in. Um, he only played one team for the Yankees since 1995 to 2014. He's a 14-time All-Star, five-time World Series champion, a one-time World Series MVP, a AL Rookie of the Year, five-time Gold Glove Award, five-time Silver Slugger Award, two-time AL Hank Aaron Award, uh, a Roberto Clemente Award, um, like I said, Roberto Clemente Award, New York Yankees captain from 03 to 14, New York Yankees number two retired, and Monument, Monument Park honoree. That's right. So that's uh, my number two. And like I said, people, Derek Jeter was just like, one of them guys like you just respected as soon as you heard, and here comes Derek Jeter. Dude, you already knew what was about to go down. There was no question about it. And you know, like you look at those guys. You got Eric. You look at uh, Derek Jeter. You look at Alex Rodriguez. You look at John Carlos Stanton and all these boys, and you're just like. Dude, you're just like, oh my goodness, what? So, yeah, it's it's insane. It is. And my number one, like I said, you guys are not going to be too happy about this one either. But I'm going to have to give it to my boy. He's, uh, he's a Yankee right now. He is at the height. A height of a tight end, dude. Aaron, he's just six feet, seven inches. 282 pounds, one of the largest players in Major League Baseball, Aaron Judge, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, August 13, 2016, he made the debut for the Yankees. Um, his stats uh, through 2019 season, he has uh, a batting average of 273, 110 home runs, and 246 runs batted in. Um, been playing with the Yankees since 2016. He's a two-time All-Star, AL Rookie of the Year, Silver Slugger Award, Wilson Defensive Player of the Year Award, and an AL Home Run Leader, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Aaron Judge, people, he's the real deal. He is the real deal. I'm going to tell you why. He has the height. He has the... He has the way to take people by storm, just like Mike Trout. Dude, they got this perfect. Mike Trout could be the face of the West, and Aaron Judge could be the face of the East, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you. 
dude, Aaron Judge is a uh, he's something else, and like the power he has, a lot of people don't possess that power, and you can say all you want, uh, but you know, yeah, it's gotta no, I don't people, I don't care, and sorry, they're in the American League as well, the Angels, so that won't happen, but if people <sighs> always. Oh, but this, but that. Leave Aaron Judge alone. How about that? Huh? I picked him as my number one. Why? Because I feel like at the end of his career, he will be there. He doesn't have to win the championships that Mariano Rivera and Derek Cheater have won. But he could break records just like a Derek Cheater, just like a Mariano Rivera, just like a, a, a Alex Rodriguez, you know, as long as he's not taking any, you know, anything to make his performance a whole lot better than um dude he he should be all right he there's no reason that Aaron Judge shouldn't be all right um now I will say this I will say this I can say I can see Aaron Judge winning more than one, maybe like two or three championships. I can see him winning at least two MVPs. Dude, he's only been in the league for three years. This will be his fourth year now, and he has 110 home runs. Um, obviously, in his in his rookie season, he had 50 home runs. So, um, yeah, yeah, people. Now, let's talk about the NBA, people. Let's talk about the NBA. That's my top five for the New York Yankees. Like it if you do, great. If you don't, oh, well. Um, so, people, about the NBA. You know, they're, um, they're moving. They're, everybody's going to the bubble now. They're getting ready. A few weeks, basketball season's back. Um, so, you know, they're... Uh, Get, yay, they're getting ready. They're getting ready. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. You know, um, it's, it's a tough situation. Uh, and like I said, guys, y'all already know who I'm picking to win the, go all the way and win this championship. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get more into that when uh, the time comes. Um, yeah. Now, uh, there's really nothing about the NBA, but there's a whole lot about the NFL people. <sighs> people. Sometimes, sometimes people, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Deshaun Jackson. I understand he apologized. I understand he got fined. And supposedly there will be more consequences for my boy, Deshaun Jackson. But I am sorry if I'm, I'm going to be the one that's not going to let this sweep under the rug. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and just say, "Yeah, all right, it, it's fine." Yeah. It. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No, I'm go. I'm going to say something, and the reason I'm going to say something because you are my one of the top wide receivers for my Philadelphia Eagles, and you, my my friend. You are making us look so bad right now. And I so want to just, oh my goodness. I cannot believe Deshaun Jackson said these comments. Bruh, it's something you don't do, all right? It's like saying, look, my granny always used to tell me, you steal from me, I'm going to smack you, I'm going to whoop you, whoop, whoop you behind. And sometimes, you know, as a kid, I would do it. Like, oh, you ain't whooping nobody's behind. Next thing you know, I couldn't sit for two weeks straight. So, uh, Deshaun Jackson, that's where you're at, bro. 
You don't know if you're going to get traded, if you're going to get released, if you're going to get suspended, if you're just not going to get anything. And, dude, you cannot live like that. You have to live your moment every second of the day. You have to enjoy it more, 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 and more. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt, you have to. You you have to. You cannot live your life, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot live it like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, look at this, look at that. No, 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 no. People, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're going to have this. Look, I respect, I I respect a whole lot of Deshaun Jackson. He's one of my favorite players ever in Philadelphia Eagles history. Um, he's done so much for us. But, Deshaun, when you're doing stuff like this, brother, next time, just be more careful. You can't do reckless stuff like this. Why? Because you're putting not only yourself at uh, at a disadvantage, but you're putting uh, other people at a disadvantage, like your quarterback, like your running backs, like your other wide receivers, your whole team, your your uh, your Jewish uh Howie Roseman, he's Jewish. So, dude, never, no, 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 never, and I mean never in a million years ever quote something that Ad Adolf Hitler said, even though it wasn't. They they confirmed that it wasn't something he said. At the end of the day, you're referring to Adolf Hitler. All right, bro. Just keep that in mind. Next time. <sighs> I felt good. It felt good to get that off my chest. Um, now, uh, you know, I, ta- I talked about everything, um, but there's one more thing to talk about, and that is UFC 251, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys thought I was leaving here without talking about UFC 251, you have another thing coming, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Uh, I believe the main car starts here. Um... I mean, like I said, key word is believe. Um, the woman flyweight uh, bout. Um, there's three title fights tonight. Uh, well, yeah, basically tonight since it's already 12. Um, you know, it's um, in Australia, fight island, fight island or whatever. Um so, I believe the titles that are on the line. Uh, okay, I see it here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Alright. Um, Alright, people. So, we have Amanda Ribas. She's a 9-1-0 uh, versus Paige Vanzet. She's 8-4-0. This, this is woman flyweight. I'm going to go with Paige Van Zet, Zant. I believe she will uh, beat Amanda Rivers. Um, then we have the woman strawweight. Jessica Andrade, 20-7 versus Rose. Namahamus. I believe these two women have fought before. I believe the title is on the line for this one. I'm, I'm going to go with Rose Namahamus. No, who knows? Um, then we have the bantamweight. This is a title about um, Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo. I believe Yan will be Aldo. I do believe that. Um, then we have Alexander. Well, all right, let me see if I get this right. Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. Alexander's twenty-one and one. Holloway is twenty-one and five. All right, this is the co-main event, ladies and gentlemen, and I believe Max Holloway will get back his championship. I I do believe it. Um, you know, and I'm not gonna say Balkanowski. Balkanowski. I'm not gonna say he didn't deserve it or he didn't win it fairly. Nah, 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 no, 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 no. Not gonna say that. Not gonna say that at all. Um, but I believe Holloway. He has a chip on his shoulder. 
He knows he, he lost last time, and he knows if he loses to him this time in the rematch that uh, it might be a while before he gets another shot. So, uh, yeah, this is it. Um, then we have the main event, Walter Waite. The champ, Kamaru Usman, defends it against Jorge Masvidal. Usman is uh, 16-1-0. Masvidal is 35-13-0. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Jorge Masvidal is a bad man. That is right. He, dude, he is, man. He is. Ever since he knocked out, um, what's his face? Uh, can't remember his name. Like he flew up and hit him in the knee, hit him with the knee on his head and just knocked him out. Ever since then, dude, Masvidal's been on the street taking out all these boys. Um, and and uh, it's dude, this is gonna be good. There's some black bad blood between these two, and I, you know what? I love a good story. This has all the makings. Gilbert Burns, he gets COVID nineteen. They call Masvidal up here. This is the closest we get to your money. Can you please make it? Yeah, I'll make it. No worries. Let me eat a pizza on the way and I'll be there. Even though I got to lose 20 pounds in six days, I got this coach, which he does. He's, he, phew, when I say Jorge Masvidal is a bad man, I mean it. When a brother can eat pizza, can do whatever he does, and still make weight at 170, dude. He has the world on his shoulders. Jorge Masvidal, dude, he got, he's going to take this dude out. I'm not going to say knockout. You know, I know Masvidal was like, yeah, I'll knock him out of the first round. I'm going to say this goes in between uh, if there's not a stoppage or knockout. Um, and the in the third or the fourth round, I say it goes to an animus decision. Um, I think if Masvidal wants to win, he definitely has to knock him out. Now, if it goes to an animus decision, um, that might be tougher, and Usman can win. He can retain it. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, it's definitely gonna be a great. And it, you know what? No better pay per view. And like I said, dude, this has a story to it. Gilbert, Gilbert Burns, uh, he has COVID-19. They call Masvidal, blah, blah, blah. He has to lose 20 pounds in six days. He loses it. And this is, if Masvidal wins tomorrow night, dude, the story cannot be any better. It, it, it really can't. It really, really, it, it, it cannot. It, there's no, no better way to write, uh, write a story. Now, uh, I want to get, uh, to one last thing before I go, people. I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes, or like uh, Shannon Sharp says, so I say it most of the time, Patrick Mahomes boy. That's right, uh, Patrick Mahomes boy. He got paid, y'all. He got paid. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he got paid. Uh, what was it? Uh, this week. This week he got paid. He got paid some big bucks, man. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, He's a star quarterback, uh, MVP. He's the MVP. Um, he's won the MVP. He's won the Super Bowl MVP. He's won the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs this past season. Um, and he just got paid the richest contract in sports, which, which was $503 million for 10 years, ladies and gentlemen. For ten years. Now I've what I've heard is it's only a hundred and forty guaranteed. But you know it has incentives and stuff like that. Um which I I see Mahomes accomplishing all those incentives. There's no way he does not accomplish most of his incentives. Um but you know it's it's a great thing. It's a great thing for for him. Um Dude, I'm so ha I'm, I mean, I'm happy for him. Like, dude, you know what this is? You, you just got paid the richest contract in sports history. 
like we were talking about like uh I was like, oh yeah, he'll probably he'll probably be the highest quarterback, but I never thought he was gonna be the hot like the richest man in all of sports. Um you know, so it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um but like I said, man, he deserves it. He's been working out and stuff, so that is good. Um, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this. I can't. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, yeah, people. That's that's about it. We're gonna wrap it up now, cause uh, you know. I got a busy day tomorrow, and I, I have another podcast to do. So, uh, thank you, y'all. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to me and Mikael that they don't talk about, uh, you know, so many, so many things that, uh, that went on in our lives, and, we, you know, we're able to use my platform and, you know, talk about all this, and, yeah, it was... It was it was cool. It was cool. I liked it. I liked it very, very much. Um But yeah, people, uh thank you. Um it's been gr- good, it's been real, and I hope you guys enjoy the paper you tomorrow night. Dude, it's gonna be huge. You guys are not going want gonna wanna miss it. Um and uh enjoy people. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And this is the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast.